We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Uncontested Postgame Podcast. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin, and I am coming to you after the Thunder Phoenix game in which the Thunder win 110 to 100. Let's make that now 10 wins in the last 11 games. The Thunder are 10 and 5 overall. It's a pretty good winning percentage with some winnable games on the horizon. First, let's break down this Phoenix game, though. Thunder come in tonight while most people were enjoying their college football Saturday. News breaks earlier today around 1 o'clock that Ferguson did not make the trip with the Thunder, so he would not be playing tonight. Uh, it was it was dubbed as a personal reason. Overall thought, we haven't heard anything, but the assumption is that his fiance, longtime girlfriend, who is pregnant with their child, is most likely giving birth to that child. So Ferguson did not make the trip. We'll see if he plays on Monday. He may meet the team out in Sacramento or on Wednesday out in Golden State. That is still yet to be determined. Alex Sabrinas missed shoot-around this morning, still struggling with those flu-like symptoms that kept him out of the second half of the New York Knicks game. Didn't go through shoot-around, was a game-time decision, see if he felt any better. Got to the game. He still didn't feel any better. So Alex Abrinas out for tonight. From all accounts, it kind of seemed like Russell Westbrook was going to go tonight. He's been participating in practice. He went through all of shoot-around this morning. I think a lot of people were hopeful that Russ would make his return tonight. We find out at about 7 o'clock this evening, about an hour before tip-off, that Russell Westbrook, after shoot-around this morning, um, had to leave the team again, like Ferguson, for personal reasons, and 
uh, from what I understand, headed back home to Oklahoma City. So I hope everything's okay with Russ, with Nina. Uh, Russ's wife, Nina Westbrook, is pregnant with their twin daughters. She is not due for quite a while. So it's a little concerning. You know, that's uh, we, we, there's nothing like nothing to come out that there is something wrong. That was just my first assumption was that if, if it's something personal that's that's that big of a deal for Russ to leave the team, uh, it might be kind of serious. So really hoping that, that things are okay with them. So Thunder go in tonight starting Ferguson. Sorry, not Ferguson. Schroeder, Diallo, Paul George, Jeremy Grant, Stephen Adams. Early in the first quarter, before the first quarter ends, we see Deontay Burton get minutes. We see Timote Luwawu Cabarro getting time. Actually, Cabarro played quite a bit. But so we get these uh, these guys that haven't played a lot for this team coming in and and logging in minutes. Like TLC, Timothy Luwawu Cabarro. I'm going to call him TLC. TLC logged more minutes tonight than he has the entire season. Started off, he looked a little unconfident, looked, looked like he was struggling a bit. Um, Thunder had some great ball movement in the second quarter that ended up in TLC's hands for a wide-open three-pointer from the corner, which is exactly what you want as an offense. TLC overshoots the rim by about five feet. Next possession down, the Thunder miss a shot. TLC gets an offensive rebound for a point-blank putback, misses. Next time down the court, TLC gets a pass, drives to the rim, gets there, lays the ball up, misses. Just... Didn't look like he was there. Uh, came back out in the second half, though. Really played some good minutes. Uh, got the ball in the in the hoop a few times. Had a, had a three pointer kind of late in the fourth quarter when the game was getting pretty tight. He had a a great pat. Not a, uh, his pass wasn't great. He passed to Stephen Adams at the top of the key, but as soon as the ball left TLC's hands, he he cut immediately to the hoop, and Adams hit him with a kind of like a give and go play. That resulted in a bucket. So TLC ended up uh, actually logging a a pretty solid game. He played a total of 25 minutes, four of eight from the field, uh, only one of three from three, but three of three from the uh, the free throw line. He had four rebounds. He had an assist. End of the night with a minus four, but he had 12 points. So decent production from him off the bench. Burton didn't do as much, only got 10 minutes of playing time, uh, missed every shot he took, had a couple of rebounds, uh, ended as a plus five. But in a game where OKC is missing their starting point guard, missing their backup shooting guard who is currently starting, so they start essentially like the third string guy, and then missing their backup three in Alex Sabrinas who plays 30 minutes a night, Going in, missing three key rotation, three key rotational players, they ended up playing a pretty decent game. The this team seems to have really built an identity on defense, and they've really stuck to it. I mean, Phoenix shot forty percent from three tonight. It's not ideal. They they scored a hundred points. That's okay. Like you take holding a team to a hundred points in this league. All the time. They shot 45% from the field. One of the places where Phoenix really struggled was the free throw line. Only 14 of 21. But the the rebounds. 
both offensively and defensively. The Thunder just beat the hell out of Phoenix on the boards, 52-31 to 31 overall in rebounds. OKC, 14 offensive rebounds to Phoenix's four. OKC, 38 defensive rebounds to Phoenix's 27. I mean, they just they just bludgeoned them on the boards. You, I mean, you can't ask for a better night than that. Uh, everyone was kind of pitching in. And this defense, you know, I, I was afraid they would struggle a bit defensively with with these guys that typically don't get a lot of rotation minutes, getting rotation minutes, you know, because just like offense, defense is predicated on like chemistry, communication, rotation. So if you haven't got a lot of run with the, with the starters and with the, with the unit that's out there, it's you you just don't click as easily as like the the starters do and the the second unit does you know and so I thought there was going to be some hiccups there early on it looked like that I think Phoenix hit their first four shots or five shots of the game but OKC really settled in Phoenix only got 17 points in the second quarter only score 100 on the night and this defense you know just continues to be incredibly impressive they swarm the ball they jump passing lanes they they force tough shots. They force you know mid range jumpers. They protect the rim well. Paul George was all over the place tonight defensively. He had a, a block on a DeAndre Ayton putback attempt. He had a fast break block at the rim on I believe it was Josh Jackson. He blocked Devin Booker out at the three point line. Like P was standing flat footed and just jumped up and blocked him. So great defensive night from from Paul George, but the defense as a whole is just is is playing great. You know, I I honestly believe that this is the best that these first what fifteen games now this is the best defense I think the Thunder have had in years so far. I mean, they're, they're just they're playing wonderful. They they know their scheme. They're playing to their strengths. They're playing aggressive. They're playing athletically. They're playing physically. And that's that's what this team is is kind of predicated on, and it's it's working out well. Speaking of defense and how well the team played, uh, two guys that kind of carried the load for the Thunder tonight. I already mentioned one, Paul George. The other, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams had an absolute monster of a game. DeAndre Ayton has to be happy. I don't know if the Thunder play play the Suns again, but DeAndre Ayton has to be happy that this week is over and he doesn't have to see Steven Adams for a long time. Steven Adams, 37 minutes. He had 26 points on 15 shots. He had five offensive rebounds, five defensive rebounds, one steal, five personal fouls. But Adams just sunned DeAndre Ayton again. Just abused him. 26 points. It was a, a point off Stephen Adams' career high. He got that 26 with about three minutes to go in the game, and I was really hoping they would push and try to get him to 30. It didn't happen, but I was I was really hoping that that would happen. Sometimes stats don't make sense. Stephen Adams, the only starter with a negative plus-minus, um, individual plus-minuses game-to-game are, are, are kind of hard to go by. Uh, but Steven Adams, a minus two on the night. Uh, one of only three Thunder players in the negative and plus minus. Obviously, Steven Adams was not a hindrance to this team when he was on the court tonight. He was incredible. Paul George, 
9 of 22 from the field, only 3 of 10 from 3, but hit all 11 of his free throws. 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, 3 blocks, 32 points on the night. Paul George just, man, he's this is the Paul George we thought we were getting last year. He's really found himself. He's found the stroke. He's really comfortable with the ball in his hands. He's making plays for others. He's being unselfish. He's just playing great. He is playing great. And I hope that when Russell Westbrook comes back, Russ kind of sees what this team is doing. And he he comes back in and kind of seamlessly fits back in and and plays well. Because this team just, they're a really good team right now. They are a really good team right now. As far as the player of the game, I'm going with Steven Adams tonight. Again, he just, he's, DeAndre Aiden's got to be happy he doesn't have to see that guy anymore. I wanted to look up some Steven Adams stats for you guys real quick. This is bad podcasting. I should have had this pulled up before I turned on the microphone. But it's not going to take me long. Here we go. Steven Adams this season compared to last season. His field goal attempts up by one a game. His free throw attempts up by one a game. His rebounds up by one a game. His assists up by over half assist per game. Steals up by a half steal a game. Points, he's up by a point and a half a game. So across the board, Steven Adams chipping in. Uh, just continued growth. You know, continued growth. If you look at Steven Adams' career points as a rookie, three. The next year, 7.7. The next year, eight. The next year, 11. The next year, 14. The next year, 15. Number just continues to go up. As far as rebounds, the number continues to go up. Steven Adams is currently averaging 15 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, a steal and a half, and a block a game. All while being arguably the best, I think easily arguably the top top three pick and roll center, defensive center in the league. He's incredible defending the pick and roll. He's just such a smart player. Uh, Kamiar mentioned it on the last uh, big podcast we did, but Steven Adams does a great job of getting his hands low in the pick and roll and breaking up passes, bounce passes specifically. You don't see a lot of guys do that. He's such a cerebral player. He's he's just he's a team guy. He's always in the right place at the right time. His post moves are continually getting better. Um, he's he's looked great in that aspect, and he just continues to grow. And I think a lot of us Thunder fans were hoping for kind of a breakout season. We thought Steven Adams could have a big jump this year, especially with Melo being gone. And I mean, if you have a defensive anchor who is arguably, I think easily arguably a top six, top seven center in the league, a top five defensive center in the league, who's giving you 15 and 10 each night. I mean, that's huge. You have that as as kind of your third piece next to PG and Russ. Then you can bring Schroeder in. Like, I don't want to to get too high on this team, but damn, they're playing great. They're playing great. They look awesome, and they haven't had Russell Westbrook for a big chunk of games. 
You're about to add a top seven player in the league, an MVP, back to this team who's already locked in defensively, who plays fast, who plays athletic. Russ is just going to raise that ceiling even more. When Russ comes back, the the, the floor doesn't, doesn't get any lower. The ceiling just gets considerably higher because you don't play Felton anymore. You, you're giving Russell Westbrook 34 minutes a game and Schroeder 28 minutes a game. This team's good, man. They're good. They have a couple more coming up. Let's pump some outro music and, uh, and get you guys out of here. I'm gone for about 15 minutes now. Again, the Thunder beat Phoenix tonight 110 to 100 without Russ, without Ferg, without Abrinas. Defense played great again. We've got a couple more games coming up before Thanksgiving. Schedule Monday night, late Monday night, they play the Sacramento Kings. That's a revenge game from when the Kings came in here and spanked the Thunder on, what was that, the third game of the season? Wednesday night, they are up in Oracle Arena against the Golden State Warriors. No Steph Curry that game. Maybe no Draymond Green. Draymond was out tonight, Saturday night. They play again tomorrow, Sunday, in San Antonio. He's out again then. So maybe no Draymond Green that night as well. The Uncontester will be coming back at you with a big group pod that Tuesday night before that Phoenix, or sorry, not the Phoenix game, before that Golden State game. We're going to get you a big pod out before Thanksgiving. And then the Thunder have a back-to-back to close out the week, Friday night and Saturday night, both at home. They close out the week Friday at home against Charlotte, Saturday at home against Denver. The way this team is playing, I think there's a lot more wins on the horizon over the next week. We'll see what they got. You guys probably listen to this on a Sunday. You have a great Sunday, a great Monday, whatever. Great Thanksgiving week. Monday night, we'll have another post-game pod for you, and then you'll hear from us all on Tuesday. Again, 110-100 Thunderbeat Phoenix, as always. Thunder up. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.